All right, babes, we are recording before your groceries get there. Yes. Yes. I was watching TYT before I called you. Oh. And they were talking about one of your close friends, Ghislaine Maxwell. And (laughs) she's not my close friend. Oh, I thought you. I don't know the woman. You wrote her letters, I thought. No, I didn't. Okay, I thought you used to be friends with her back in the day, and you helped her recruit. But apparently, no. I am remembering I don't that know. incorrectly. I don't know this lady. I think she's. I think she's just. Ugh. We'll get this. What? So this was T Y T reporting this. Not exactly mm-hmm. known for being a far right news source. I think not you at agree. all. Okay, not at all. Far did, from it. Did you know that the judge in the Ghislaine Maxwell case got a promotion by Joe Biden in the middle of the trial? And what? Re- yeah, and refused to leave the case until it was finished. Got a promotion for what? I guess a higher court. They didn't go into too many specifics, oh, wow. but still wanted to stay on until the case was over. Um, I don't wow. know, but maybe that would explain why she only got 20 years in prison. And well, did you- yes, part of that is time served because she's already been in for two years. So it's really going to be like 18 years from now. When this lady gets out, if not earlier, if she if she gets out, because I, I I don't think she should get out. But she's already been sentenced. She's all no no I mean, no 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 I mean she she's already served two years um in there already, but she shouldn't get out ever. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree with you, but the sentence has already come down. I know. And apparently, prosecutors were asking somewhere in the range from thirty to fifty years. Yeah, that's right. Fifty-five years at the at the maximum. Because then, if she's there for fifty-five years, for sure, she's not going to survive. Yeah. Now she can still get out and maybe hold political office one day. Ugh. Some guy wrote well, in a know. TYT and said, if she gets out in her mid seventies, that'll be the right age to start running to become a politician. Oh wow. Well, you know what? You know what's interesting though. Um, that uh, doctor Larry Nasser, I think his name is. He is sen- he is spending uh, life in prison for all the girls that he um, has sexually abused because he was a he was a doctor for these girls that were in uh, gymnastics. And yet, Ghislaine so, Maxwell gets and, out. Yeah, and and yet, Early. Ghislaine Maxwell is only supposed to serve uh, eighteen to twenty years for, and and she's trafficked. She's actually trafficked young women along with uh jeffrey epstein who was her pimp i mean the obvious thing is this is because he's friends with rich and powerful people well you know who else is going to be judged today who's that r kelly really i didn't know that r kelly is going to be sentenced today so we'll see how harsh of a sentence he gets because he's also sex trafficked women i say time served and let him go no, I say they both should rot in prison forever. Oh, maybe they should start a group. <laughs> I don't think I want to hear Ghislaine Maxwell sing. I don't know. Well, they could advertise yeah. it as Maxwell finally works with R. Kelly. No. Shouldn't encourage those things. But I'm bummed. That's so crazy. So the only reason she got this small of a sentence is because she's a powerful lady. I don't know. R. Kelly was pretty powerful too, and um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he no, may not. But R. Kelly wasn't hanging around with ex presidents. You know what I mean? On the regular, like this lady was. 
Well, we, yeah, but then, you know, he, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, I think the, I think the house, the um, Epstein Island was um, destroyed eventually. They're trying to sell it. Yeah, good luck with that. And I, they're thought they, ask- I thought it was destroyed. No, the house, the the island itself. I don't know about the house, but they're trying to sell it, and they're asking like five times what islands go for in that region. The justification mm-hmm. is that they're going to give that money to the victims. Really? Yeah, because I watch YouTube videos on real estate stuff, mm-hmm. and they were talking about that maybe two months ago. Wasn't there a mansion that she lived in, Ghislaine Maxwell, and that was destroyed? It was a mansion that was destroyed, but I don't remember if it was hers or uh, I don't know. It's possible. Something was destroyed. But but that's crazy that this island is being um, is trying to be sold for so much money. But so I w- much money. wonder what that's like for Ghislaine Maxwell. Did they come to her and say you can either threaten to name names and? commit suicide in prison or we could give you 20 years so it looks like we're doing a little bit something and you don't say anybody's name you know what i don't understand what's that you know how um if somebody is not guilty of a murder or they're not guilty of sex trafficking but they'll take a plea bargain uh for a lighter sentence i don't understand that think of it like this If you have the option of spending 10 years in prison or taking it to court and maybe getting a life sentence, which one would you do? I'm not saying I agree with it, but there are certain circumstances where I could see it. I mean, initially, I would take a lighter sentence, but what if I didn't do it? There's an episode of The Good Wife, Babes. Yeah. And they go to a jury trial. I can't remember what the ladies. Uh, on trial for if it's murder or some sort of assault, but they get a, a plea offer to accept 10 years in prison and see exception. And you find out right after the fact that the jury was about to say that she was innocent. Wow. Yeah. It's a really good episode. I, I've heard good things about the good wife. I um, like it. I've never seen it. I thought it was that, good. That's on Fox, right? Well, it's not on anymore, but I believe it was originally on CBS. I remember no, it was babes. on Fox, I think. No, right? it was on CBS. It was after 60 Minutes. I moved back oh, to Portland. CBS. Yeah, as yeah. I just said that. I moved back okay. to Portland in 2012, and I go to my grandparents' house. They're watching mm-hmm. it, and they say that this is a really good show. You know me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, okay, whatevs. And then <laughs> like a year and a half later is when I got really sick. Mm-hmm. I was home and I wanted something to fall asleep to. And by now the good wife was on Amazon prime. So I put it on. And after a couple episodes, I really started getting involved in the plot of the show. I haven't seen all of it, but I've watched like up to the end of season six. Yeah. Because I heard that it's, it's because of her husband's affair because he was um, in uh, politics. That's how it that starts right? off. But then it gets yeah. a little bit deeper than that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Juliana Margulies is really good on the show. And how many kids does she have with this guy in the in the show? Just two, and they're both teenagers when it starts out. And it's funny because her daughter is a Christian, and Juliana Margulies on the show is an atheist. Oh, that's interesting. So there's some cool interplay in the later seasons of it. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool. And so I, know you, I know you like those beefs. At one point, she starts to run for political office. She finds out that her son had his girlfriend get an abortion behind her back. And then she asks about her daughter. And they say, oh, she's completely clean. And she's like, great, my Christian daughter doesn't have any issues. <laughs> I don't think it's that funny, but You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. But if I remember yeah, you right. You find the weirdest things funny. Yeah, she disowned her son on the show for that. She disowned the son on the show? The, it, it Her her character did. Yeah, not in real life. But that's what it seemed like oh. because it disrupted her ability to get votes. So she disowned her son because of it. That's the imp- Again, that's what how I perceived it. Uh-oh. Yes. Did huh. you ever do anything like that behind your parents' back when you were growing up? Do what? Get an abortion without them knowing. No. I knew I knew a couple people who've done stuff like that. No, no, no. I I did. I can honestly tell you that I never did something like that. Nice. Um. No, 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 no. Because I knew that if I did do something like that, my family would find a way to find out. Oh. Um, there are no, I mean, there are secrets in my family that we know about. We're ju- we just don't talk about it. Bring them up. Here. So, huh? Tell me now. I want to know why we're recording. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to put them out there. <laughs> Bubs. What? Come on now. Really? Yeah. Is, is there no, is there no, is there nothing sacred anymore? Not with you. Ugh. That is something I don't care to discuss. Okay. What else? I'm just saying there are secrets in my family, uh, but we never talk about them. We just know about them. They're unspoken. Go. Nice. They're I, they're not, they, you know, we know about them. All families have those things in their closet. They do. And some family members choose to sweep it under the rug and never talk about it. And other family members want to get it out in the open so that we can expose uh, them so and your family just likes to like avoid the issues it seems like for the most i think part. some of us do and some of us don't i know that it's better to get things out in the open and talk about it because if we don't it never gets resolved but some people would rather not mention it to um anyone or talk about it and they just think that if they don't talk about these problems they'll just go away like that then the and secrets just work. keep building up. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because eventually it's all going to build and it's all going to accumulate. And then somebody's going to lash out and bring out all the secrets <laughs> that we all know about but never talk about. That's so crazy. I know it is. I know it is. Uh, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, it's like that movie Secrets and Lies. I know. And and eventually, you know, somebody lashed out and said, Look, look, I can't be the one to take on the these burdens and yeah. I some something's gonna happen mm-hmm. if nobody talks about their problems. Yes, yes. So that's why you said to share your family secrets here and now. No, I don't need to. Bubs. Nobody needs to know that. Oh. No one needs to know my dirty laundry. Well, good. No one needs to know your dirty laundry either. 
I remember when I was doing a podcast with uh, Charming Tempest. Uh-huh. And she, she told me. out her dirty laundry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and some people speculated that maybe her family heard some of it. Like she talked Uh-oh. about having an abortion and, you know, yeah, she came from her Christian family. And she did it behind her back. I don't know about that, but some dude gets her pregnant, who I believe you know. And he said something uh, yeah. about a hereditary thing, and then she had the abortion before checking into Wait, it. Did she? Did he know that she did, or do you know if he knew that? Because I know I that mean, she told me that. Now, whether or not that's true, that's a different story. Because this was before I knew her and did you know what we did together? What oh, we wow. did together before we did our podcast? Yeah, way back insane. in the day. Way back in the day? Before I ever met you. Uh-oh. Is that something I should be aware of? What, the podcast that I did with her? No, before that. No, we never did anything, babes. I didn't think you did. Then what are you saying is before what? No, I'm, I was just kidding. Bob. Oh, my goodness. Why well, have the recordings? You can listen to them. No, it's okay. Yeah, you're okay, Bobby. I don't want you here. Yeah, Bobby. No, I don't know. I just, I don't tend to, you know, like to listen to people's dirty laundry and stuff I don't need to know about. I remember when Christine O'Donnell was running for political office in like 2010. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a weird one. Yes. She had done a Bill Maher show way back in the 90s and had talked about like being part of these weird ritualistic ceremonies and claiming that she was a witch. So he started yeah, playing yeah. those uh, clips on his HBO show Real Time. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why uh, a lot of people didn't, uh, you know, thought she was really phony because um, she claimed that she was like this devout Catholic and there was like history that she was a part of some cult stuff, some occult stuff. She said that on the show, I think. Yeah, 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 she did. And um and that's why she didn't get um she didn't get any votes. And she just kind of, of vanished. People were talking about her for a minute. Oh, I know that. I remember that, that cuz this was around the time that I was getting ready to graduate. Oh. Yeah, I remember that very well. And I mean, I mean, she was the top story for a while. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to that lady, but um she seems to have uh, vanished. She married Bill uh, Maher. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's buried in the backyard. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. No, she's she's been missing for a while, or she's at least she's she's not um been talked about for a while. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she's in his backyard. No, they're married now. I don't think so. <laughs> Right, right. Are you are are you um are you going to start a gossip column now? You want me to? <laughs> no. Okay, I will. <laughs> you want to be like that um that uh gossip guy uh Perez Hilton or think is his name? Is he even still around? I don't know. I guess it's a it's a play on Paris Hilton. That would be my assumption too, babes. Perez Hilton. Yeah, Perez. I don't know if Perez Hilton. 
I knew that was true, Bugs. I just wanted to know if you were catching up. Yes, yes, yes. I do know who Paris Hilton is. I have a friend who was in the same room with her once. Ew. But he's he's like a construction worker, and he oh. was doing work on a house that I guess one of her friends owned, and he was in the house with her. In the same That's room. That's what I remember you told me that. Yeah. yeah, this was years and years ago. Yeah, yeah, but as far as Perez Hilton is concerned, I don't know if he's still alive or not. He might be. I don't know. I mean, maybe for all we know, he's like super popular still, but it's just not in our world. Oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> what? In our world? No, I mean, not like in an alternative universe type of thing, but, oh. you know, we don't really watch those types of shows anymore. So it may be that he yeah. has his own show that's like the most popular thing on TV. Yeah, I tend not to watch the or or um, read the gossip columnist stuff because that's just not my thing. So, like, other than, like, Kim Kardashian, I wouldn't know who the big reality TV stars are. And I only know who she is because she was married to Kanye. You know what I mean? Uh, so Well, and then she and she was famous for that sex tape she made. Yeah, but point of story is you could introduce me to somebody and say this person is, like, the hottest reality star in the country. And I wouldn't know it. I wouldn't know either. Because I don't pay attention to that type of thing. So maybe like Paris yeah, so, Hilton is like really, really famous still. Yeah, I, I was. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very out of the loop. I remember in the early 2000s when her and Nicole Richie had that that reality show called The Simple Life. I remember that. That was really dumb. I, I, I mean, I can't believe I watched some episodes on that. I'm like, this is so stupid. And then it wasn't that long, like. I think a couple years later, maybe two, three years later, um, I don't remember how long it was, but um, Nicole Richie um, uh, had to go and get help for her drug, uh, her drug addiction. And I think after a while, she stopped being friends with Paris Hilton, I think, <laughs> from what I heard. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Yeah, I don't see the need to pay attention to that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, but, I'm out of the loop. Oh, good. I'm glad you don't do that anymore there, J-Wo. No, no, I've been out of the loop for a long time. Nice. Yes, folks, it's not my thing. So you don't watch any reality TV shows anymore, then? Not really. I mean, I've I've maybe watched a little here, a little there, but I, I never really, like, I wasn't, like, religiously watching it, like, every single week. That's good. Um, I haven't done it since my 20s, really. I'm glad to hear that, babe. Because <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what is this stupid show? I want to watch this. You know what I think would be interesting, babes? Yeah. I told you that I read that show, The Late Shift, the other day, and it was really good. The move, the book, you mean? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I say the show? Yes. Sorry. I read the book. <laughs> I knew what you meant, but, but I an don't idea. Think else did. Okay, so here's the idea I had. You know how like late night TV shows, nobody really cares about them anymore. Yeah. Like, what if somebody did a late night TV show where they take an aging celebrity, but instead of them having, instead of them doing the same old format where they do a monologue, one or two comedy bits, and then they have a couple of guests, they. Uh -huh film their life and each night is just an episode of their reality tv show their own life yeah mm. and each night you get like an hour of just this aging celebrity like yelling at people or something 
<laughs> oh, you mean like a Helen Cushman? Well, but it would have to be somebody famous. Okay. Okay. Like a like an aging has been. Exactly. And that's just okay. like the real and you just instead of having a like a regular late night show, it's a late night reality show that airs every night. I I don't know. That might work for a while. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work for a long time. Do you you don't watch any of those shows anymore? Any late night stuff? Yeah. Barely ever. Oh good. I mean there were times where I did, but not really. No. Mm -mm. Uh oh. You don't want to see yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell interviewed about her newest project. Well, we just bought another island. We got another 18 years. Oh. Right. No. Yes. Yeah, she comes out in her jumpsuit. Yeah. Her orange <laughs> jumpsuit, and she's she's shackled. Now, I understand so she... you're going to be spending some time lo locked up soon. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> And she's and she so she comes out in her jumpsuit and in sh shackles. Yeah. And and they have to and they have to have a, a guard with her at all times. So she, or so she sits in the chair. Maybe like, they do a special episode from the prison. You know, if that show Locked Up was still on, that that was an interesting show. I actually did then, watch a fair amount of that in the early two thousands. I, I liked it too, actually. That was on A and E. No, that was on. Right? Uh, uh, MSNBC, MSNBC on the weekends. I don't know why they don't do it anymore. That was so fun to watch. I used to watch that show, and I used to watch um, Forty Eight Hours when they had it on there. They might um, still air locked up on MSNBC for all I know. Yeah, that's that's the only reason why I even watched MSNBC was because of those shows. Mm -hmm. And then I would watch um, American Justice on um, Annie. That's always fun. What was the other one that dude did? Uh, Cold Case Files. Yes. Yeah, that was interesting, too. And yes. I also liked watching um, Biography. Oh, I loved Biography. I know, I know. But now E&E shows have kind of gone down the tube, but there's more reality stuff. And I'm like, I like the special interest shows like Biography. Is Ovation still around? I never watched it. That was kind of like the alternative to A&E. They had more like high culture shows on Ovation. Back what do the they day. have on the? <clears throat> they would do they profiles on... of musicians, but oftentimes it was people you hadn't heard of. They had interviews with different folks. I thought it was good. Oh, interesting. Yes, I like those kinds of shows I do when too. they when they do an introduction to somebody that you may not have heard of, but they're on the rise. Well, no, it was more like old time people. So I think they did a special on Robert Johnson. You know, oh, things wow. of that nature. A lot of jazz people. They did a really, I think they did one on like Gil Evans. Oh, wow. Back in the day. Gil Evans. Wow. Yeah. Who is friends with Miles Davis. That's right. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of a group called the Kelly Family? They sound vaguely familiar, but refresh my memory. I, I only heard about them like years ago, and I think they were like, um, they were a family that played instruments, but I'm not sure what they do. I, I have to look into that. But I, I've heard about them once before on a show. I think it might have been 60 Minutes. Nice. On the local, like, on the local news this morning, they were interviewing one of the people from the band Lettuce, 
and they're going to be performing at Blues Fest this weekend. Let us come in. Okay. <laughs> let us go to the let us go to the Blues Festival. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You welcome. What kind of lettuce? Romaine lettuce. <laughs> Sorry. That's your okay, babe. <laughs> We're gonna have you on late night television soon giving your commentary. The Yewol Show. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be very good on a late night TV show as as um that as a segment on the show. Mm. I don't know if people would be I don't know if they probably would be would like to look at me, but I don't know that they they would want to hear me talk. I hear you. I haven't really watched any of those shows besides for a segment here and there since the 90s. The yeah. only exception, and I hate to say it because he's been me too'd, is um, Charlie Rose I used to watch a fair amount of. I didn't even watch him. So um, I used to watch a little bit of <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel. I don't watch him anymore, obviously, but um, oh, there used to oh, um, There was this guy named Guillermo uh, on the show. Okay. And he used to do a segment with Guillermo, and I thought that was really funny, because he would like go out and do stuff for the show. It was pretty funny. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it just but, seems like that's a tired format. Well, it's tired. But it 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 seems like it it none of the late show hosts are funny. No. I mean, they're not funny anymore. Well, were they ever funny, or was it just there was no alternative? I think they were. I mean. I have to say that I, 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 I thought that they were. Um, I didn't have a problem with them, but now it's just like they're not so funny. See, I would make the argument that we watched those shows as kids because there was nothing else on. No, I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought Arsenio Hall was funny, even though there were some things I didn't understand that he was talking about. But you I was only like. You also thought that because you couldn't really watch anything else that was on against him and because you didn't have the life experience. So I agree with you. I like to show a lot, too. But if I rewatched it, who knows if it would still be something I would enjoy or not? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my I mean, my a couple of my friends were watching it and I was one of those kids that was kind of keeping up with the stuff that my friends are watching. And I thought that if I watched it, then I would like it. Like my friends were really into the power Rangers when I, when we were teenagers, oh, I never watched that. I never got into it. I, I tried to watch it. I'm just like, I don't see what the whole appeal is. I remember once babes, I'm yeah. like 11 years old and this is the height of the power Rangers. And I, I'd heard the theme song because it was everywhere, but I never watched the show. Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. So it's Christmas time and I somebody brings up the Power Rangers and I just say, Oh, that's the dumbest show ever. I don't see how anybody likes that. And I think my grandmother had bought me a Power Rangers wallet. Oh jeez. <laughs> after you said oh, that's a stupid show. Well, I opened I it after that. Oh. But I we were opening got... presents that night. Okay, I never got that show. I mean, I tried to like it, and I'm like, I'm not, why do I have to like a show that my friends like? I mean, there are shows that I did like that they that they like too, but I just never got it. And did you know that one of the guys who was one of the Power Rangers was arrested for murder? 
I heard something about that. His name was Skylar something. I forgot. And um, <clears throat> he killed this uh, woman and this man. And he, what happened is that they um, he tied them together. And they were back to back, and their bodies were dumped in the in the ocean, and they don't know where they are still. Wow. And they were, yeah, yeah. I heard about this on I think it might have been Forty Eight Hours. This is this is like years ago, and they bought this um, boat called the Well Deserved, and they were, you know, they were just a a couple that had grandkids and 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 kids, and um, yeah, they yeah he killed them. He was responsible for tying them up. Was this guy just on one episode of the show, or was he actually no, one of the he Power was a, Rangers? No, he was one of the pi- Power Rangers. His name was Skylar something, and I forgot which one he played. I had never heard and, this before now, so I don't yeah, know if it's it was, true or not. But I'll yeah, take and, and when he was interviewed, he seemed like a, a, just like a regular guy who had a wife, and I don't remember if he had children, but he was a fairly um, a young guy, and he was arrested for um, murder. It was terrible. Skyler something. Yeah, if you look up um, Power Ranger um, slash murder, then you'll probably find a story about him. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. He probably didn't make a lot of money from the TV show. It's possible he didn't. That's still unfortunate, so- babes. It is very unfortunate, and they and the couple that was featured in that story seemed like a really nice couple too, and we don't. I mean, it's I I, I it's really it really saddens me to hear stories about people murdered and their bodies uh, were dumped in the ocean and their bodies were uh, never found yet. Yeah, would you stop burping? Sorry, babes, I didn't know. <laughs> I used to go up with your mouth uh, closed. Grossy. Go, I love you, grossy. The other thing on the news, babes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the other day, a killer went up for the parole board here in Portland. Now they've mm-hmm. only confirmed that he killed one girl back in the seventies, but they think oh. it might be as high as seven. And wow. it was implied that he like raped two other girls. Oh wow! But the parole board, you know, they're not letting him out. Thank goodness. They said, motherfucker, you're not a Ghislaine Maxwell. Get back in there. Whatevs. What? Whatevs. Why, Galvs? You just put that in, though, because Ghislaine Maxwell has just been sentenced. I did just put that back in there. I know. Yes. Well, that's crazy. Uh, what is it? What is the guy's name? I don't think I've... I forgot heard. his name, like, Forrest something. Wow. Yeah. But I'm glad they're not letting him out. I am too. And they found DNA from one of the people that they think he murdered. And I think he's going to go on trial later this year for that murder. Oh, good. But the parole board said, you know, that aside, he's not going to get to go in front of them for, I think, at least 10 more years. I remember when I would watch Locked Up and you would see uh, prisoners go in front of this uh, in front of the parole board board hearings mm-hmm. um it's kind of interesting when they say your parole has been denied yeah yeah because they really have to show that they should be let out of prison for either good behavior or that they have um they are unlikely to re-offend or whatever and some of them are denied that's a good thing babes 
That is a good thing. Depending on the crime. Right. But the, but these were people that have done serious crimes um, in locked up. Smoked you know. a joint once. No, no, no. Bubs, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, good. Bubs. What? What if? What if? What if? What if? I love you, but what if? I love you too, but what if? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I gotta find another book, babes. Oh yeah? Yeah, well I'm waiting for you to uh, get to 112263. Oh, okay. Well, you know, okay, well, I mean, you don't have to read like two books at once. Yeah, but I gotta wait for you to get to the next book. Mm -hmm. Where are you right now in one day? Oh, I still have to read that. I'm I'm thinking I'm close to being at the end because it said um, the next story is at 11.55 p.m. That makes me feel good. Yes. 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 Yes, Bubs. Are you excited about going with me one day to the Blues Fest this year? Yes, and I, I did email them yesterday, last night, actually. Mm-hmm. And they will get back to me, so hopefully I'll hear from them today. I'm a little bit nervous only because I'm wondering if I could dance as much as I did in previous years because my body's not used to dancing that long. Your body's not used to being out there that long? Dancing that long, babes. Dancing that long? Okay, you're, you're, you faded out when you said that. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, um, how do you know that you... You don't think your body would be able to dance that long? I'm just saying I'm nervous because it's been a while, babes. Okay. Yes. But we'll make it work. I might have to soak my feet in Epsom salt. Oh, yeah. Water and Epsom salt. Epsom salt would be good. It's not Epsom salt. What's it called? What? I said Epsom salt. Oh, it is called Epsom salt. Yeah, Epsom salt. Yep. Nice. Very good, babes. Very good. Are your ears clean? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Bubs. What? Would you stop it? I'm just making sure, Jay. Well, I can hear you just fine, thank you. Okay, sometimes they're not clean. Ugh. Well, sometimes <laughs> you don't pay attention, so ugh. Yeah, but I get yelled at even when I do pay, pay attention. <laughs> True, but, you know. Yes. But if you want bad boy sometimes. No, I'm the never not good boy. No, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm the never not good boy. No, no, no. But if you if you like um um if you put your feet in Epsom salt, that will help. Yeah. I think, I think that's but what I'm think, gonna do. But I also think that you should um get yourself a pumice stone so you could um um get some of the stuff off of your feet. Nice. They're saying that it might rain on Sunday, but it's not going to be too hard. I hope it won't be too hard. And it's going to be, I think, in the lower 70s. Nice. So that'll be great when you come. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. I think I think Sunday would be a good day to go. Was there any consideration on your part of going to all four days this year? No. Okay. I, I'm not, I mean, I love listening to music, but four days is just too much. Wow. I can't, it is because it's, it gets crowded. Sometimes it gets hot. 
And I, I just, no. Mm-mm. I will tell you this. I was nervous when I got my tickets this year that it was yeah. going to be a super hot weekend. And I'm glad that that is looking like it's not going to be true. Yeah, because the year, <clears throat> the, the year that I went with you three years ago, it was so nice. Yeah, it was, it was so great. Nice. Did you have, do you remember that weekend if there were any hotter days? I don't think so. Because I remember, well, I remember that you told me uh, when the weekend was almost over, you had to go home early because you're really tired. That was the last day in 2019. Yeah, and I'm I, you, it, I saw most of it though. Yeah, but you, but you had um, you were just tired altogether though. It wasn't like, it wasn't like uh, it was hot or anything. It was not related to the heat. Let me just check. I just got a notification. Oh my goodness! Kayamka, bye off. Oh, okay. Okay, somebody just started shopping. Anyway, nice. sorry. Oh, you know what? You're going to have to get some bottled water, too, but you already know that. I am, I'm going to bring my water, bubs. Yeah, you're going to bring bottled water because they won't let you bring in your own containers. Oh, I forgot about that. Ugh. Why didn't you tell me that? Because I, I thought you it. knew. I thought they won't let me they won't let me bring any water they'll let you bring in bottled water I just said that not but not your own water bottle I literally just said that that's insane that is insane okay I guess I have to buy or we'll share some water I don't know do you do you have any bottled water right now not right now but I'm getting some tomorrow okay yeah I might well that's okay I might I might have to get some uh on thursday or something oh we'll see what mm-hmm. happens with that they uh, jay whoa how'd you sleep last okay. night babes you seem a little bit out of it no i slept really good actually nice i'm not out of it okay maybe you're into it then <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> what else what else babes what else not your best joke, but okay. What time did you go to bed? Uh, I went to bed, I think, about 10, 10.30. And I got up about 6.30-ish. I went to bed at 10.30. I woke up, look at my phone, and it says it's like one fifty one. So mm-hmm. you know me. I'm really nervous. But then I immediately fall back to sleep, get up, and it's like 3.15, fall back to sleep, and then get up at 4.14. Interesting. Yes. 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 And I had this weird dream that I was at some big events and I ran into somebody I know who I used to be in a band with. Oh, wow. Yeah. What event was this? I don't know. Oh, I had another dream the other day. What's up? I know we're kind of telling dreams, uh, uh, you know, in the middle of our Yeah, that's okay, episode, though. Let's that's mix okay. it up. I remember I had a dream that I just finished making something in my skillet, and it had tomato sauce in it, and I was trying to clean it up, and somehow in my dream, my skillet was much bigger, and I got um, tomato sauce on my pants. Oh, wow. 
Because I guess it's a dream I was able to climb into the skillet, which was really weird because why would you do that? Well, (laughs) you know a thought that I was having the other day, babes? What's that? You know how with older tubs, some of them are cast iron? Yeah, the the clawfoot ones, yes. Yeah, they they kind of freak me out because they're super old. But I, I was thinking, how does that work? Because you're not supposed to use soap on cast iron. You know, I don't know. Um, but maybe that's uh, why they stopped making uh, cast iron tubs like back in the 20s. Yeah, I mean, I've you're not talking about because the clawfoot tub that I remember being in was not cast iron, but it was um, it felt like I was taking a shower in a tube. Yeah. It was kind of weird. I mean, this is when I was I first moved to Portland and I was living in um the first house with my landlords at the time. And they had a, a big uh, clawfoot tub in one of the bathrooms. Just think babes of all the yeah. disgusting people who sp- spent time soaking in that tub over like a century before you got in there. Bubs. What? I don't want to talk about that. And that tub was never lost, washed out in like a hundred years. So when you yeah, got in there, it was just like dirt, like hundred year old dirt was in that tub. Bubs. What? It was cleaned out, Bubs. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Okay, what else? But I, I was getting, I was getting used to the fact that it felt like it, like I was literally taking a shower in a tube. Yeah, old tubs freak me out for some reason. Okay, it, this one didn't. When I got used to it, it didn't. And I never soaked in it. Actually, I never did. Interesting. I just took showers in it, but um. Uh, but I'm, I'm perfectly okay with the, um, modern tubs. I really take showers now, so I'm cool with all of it. Oh my goodness. You know what I like about your shower, babes? I like that it gets pretty hot in there. Like mine doesn't get as hot as yours does. Yours gets nice and hot and I really enjoy that. It does. It does. Yeah. And it also helps that I have a, a really good shower head. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love my hot water. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I do. So, do you think that you're going to build your own cast iron tub after that dream? No, and I didn't climb into a cast iron tub in my dream. You climbed into a skillet. That was my electric skillet. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, no, no. My electric skillet. I should have uh, clarified that. My electric Uh, skillet was bigger in my dream, and somehow I was able to climb it and clean it out. mm. And I got, I got tomato sauce on my pants. Wow. I was like, why am I doing that? (laughs) Why have to? Anyway, um, that did not happen to me when I cleaned out my skillet yesterday. That's good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was quite weird. I, I used my skillet yesterday, the cast iron, to make more pizza, and it came out really good. Ooh. Yeah. Is that the one where you, you mixed it in with the cornmeal for your crust? Yes. Ooh. I seasoned the the uh, skillet instead of just seasoning the dough, and it came out really good. Ooh, yum. Yes. Very good. Very good, babes. How much cornmeal did you sprinkle on the bottom of your skillet for this? Just a little bit. And I mix it in with some salt and pepper along with olive oil and just mix down the entire oh, inside yum. of the skillet. Olive oil is really good for pizza crust. Yeah, it is. It's very good. Yes. 
Num, I could tell. Num 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 num. I heard that cornmeal is also good for fried chicken, like a buttermilk and cornmeal. I could see that. I've definitely yeah. used buttermilk in my fr- fried chicken before. Oh yes, makes it nice and crunchy. Yes, it does. Nice and crunchy. Okay. We got to get you an air uh, air fryer, babes. Yes, I, I, you know, one day I'd like to have one. Yes. Um, how how big do they go? Because, like I said, I, I have to, you know, make sure I have enough room for that. They're an okay size. How big is yours? Not that big. Um, I'll show it to you the next time you're over here. Yeah, when would that be? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> After I sign my lease, if I get two. Well, I'm, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. I don't know, babes. Let's hope I get to. Nice. If well, I how don't, long is it? Then I'll so, be on so the street. You... No, I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yes. Ew. Groceries. Groceries. What were you about to say? Uh, I'm sure I'm sure you'll be able to to get to. But you started this early too, so you're on the you know you're on top of it. Yeah. So pray for me. Um, I might. Oh my but goodness! <laughs> Just withhold prayers, and then when you meet God, and He's like, "You could have prayed for Rick and really helped," you'll be like, "Yeah, well, yeah." No, I will. Bud. Good. I will. Nice. Here, I will. Here's I a will. question, babes. Yes. You have said in the past that you pray for me, but how yes. often do you pray for my friends? Um. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't pray as often as I'd like to, but maybe I should. Oh, as much as I pray for my friends. Yes, maybe more since they're my friends, and I don't pray, so you got to make up the difference. <laughs> it's not a praying contest, bub. Okay, what else? You know, just because you don't pray for certain people during the day doesn't mean that. God's going to get mad at you for not praying for them. No, but maybe it'll give my friends more luck if you pray for them, since I'm not praying for them. There's no such thing as luck, my dear. Oh, you know what I mean, babes. Benefits, membership to the club, all that stuff. There's only one way for them to get into the quote-unquote club, I guess. If you believe in the Christian God, which you do. No, uh, yes, I do. Something tells me that's not the only way. The truth. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's the truth. Yes, it is. Well, 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 wait a second now. I I really have a question for you. Go ahead. You seem to be open to a lot of ideas. I am open to a lot of ideas. But but you're so resistant to Christianity. I want to know why. And I and and I know that and I know that part of it might might have been because of your grandparents. Well, but, not my grandparents. No. I mean, my man. I mean, not your grandparents, but your aunt and uncle and other relatives. But but it seems like if you are so open-minded, the least you could do, the least you could do is actually look into it instead of uh, assuming that it's just this horrible, um, uh, fun-killing religion. I am open to it. The problem is I haven't heard a good argument, and I've been hearing people tell me why Christianity is the way for decades, and no one's been well, able then, to make a convincing case. Well, then why don't you look into it instead of assuming that it? you have to hear a good argument to find it out? I mean, read some apologetic uh, books on apologetics, um, because a lot of—by uh, the way, um, there's a movie that I'm, I, I've been hearing about. 
and it's called uh, the most it's called the most reluctant convert. And it's about uh, C.S. Lewis's conversion. Oh. And he was a big, he was a very um, a- intellectual atheist. And um, it it took him some time. But I mean, I would I would do a lot of I would do a lot of reading on apologetics because a lot of the people that that got into apologetics were either atheists or they were um, uh, searching for truth. Um, you know, I mean, just like we, we've uh, let, I mean, I've, I've been thinking about reading more, uh, Lee Strobel books. I hear um, you. I would also make the counter argument. Why would I spend more time reading about Christianity than I would on any other type of faith? Well, because you've been open to a lot of other stuff and you've been open to, um, Buddhist yeah. thinking and Buddhist teaching, but, but why not? You know, it, why not check into something that you would normally not look into? It might you might actually be wrong about it. I might be wrong about it, but I would also say, if I've been open to it for thirty years and no one's been able to make a convincing argument to me, then what does that say about the people who preach this stuff? But why? Why do? Why do? You, why do you have to wait for someone to make an argument for you? Why can't you search it out yourself? I can search it out myself, but I'm saying I'm just saying I'm just saying, love. It, it shouldn't be dependent on what somebody tells you. Right, but if if these are the people, doesn't it say that um, something in the Bible about the it's the followers' job, uh, the believers in Jesus Christ to preach the gospel? Yes, and it if is, no one's able for, to but, preach yeah, it successfully, wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on. That's for believers, yes. Yeah. But if you're going to be, if you're going to um, wait for them to tell you, um, why don't you search it out for yourself instead of waiting for someone to give you a good argument? And by the way, I have read books on Christianity. I think you should read more on it. Oh, my goodness. I think somebody should make a convincing argument. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, if you're open to learning about it, why do you have to wait for someone? I'll tell tell you why. I'll tell you why. One, I've read books about it. And two, it goes back to the thing. I am open to learning about it, but I'm not more open to learning about it than I am to any other religion. And didn't you? Well, well, okay. So when you read that Lee Strobel book with me, didn't, weren't, were you at all a little bit, um, a little bit curious I thought there were some good points made in the book, but there's nothing that hit me over the head like now I believe. But there were some interesting things said in it. I mean, I would I would suggest that you read some um, C.S. Lewis stuff. Like um, I, I was thinking about reading his book uh, *Mere Christianity* because um, this is where he I think this is where he explained about his conversion, and it took him a while. Um, I would read books, a lot of books on apologetics. I, <clears throat> uh, there's so many books out there where I wish I knew about when I was in college because um, even today I have a hard time expressing my beliefs because sometimes I feel like I'm myself um, feels like sometimes I could be inadequate. But that's why I like reading books like that because it, it gives me some pointers. I hear you. On how to, and but, I'm okay, go ahead. But that's all I'm seeing, Buzz. I mean, 
I mean, I would I would read more books on it. I would actually read the Bible itself to um, to kind of coincide with it so that you understand more about it than, you know, instead of just assuming that that this God is um, uh, is not all knowing and doesn't care and is distant. Um, I, I would I would really do a very, very deep dive and it might take you a long time. It might take you um, months or even years. And or decades. I would also um, I, mean, I would also make the argument, babes, that what does it say that you know this is the path to God? Yet most Christians seem very, very unhappy. Most conservative most Christians, Christians, yeah, I would say that. How, how how would you know that? Have you spent a lot of time with them? I have, and I'm not saying everyone. There are exceptions to the rule, but the ones I've met, generally speaking, yeah, but, seem yeah, but pretty the ones unhappy. That you, yeah, but the ones that you met, those are only a fraction of that. Right, but I can only go off my experience. No, you can't. Yeah, I, I can only go off my experience. I can't say, yeah, well, Alana's met people who believe this and they're happy, so but therefore it, but it's it true. But it sounds like you haven't spent enough time around groups of Christians, not just the ones that you know. And yeah, they might be unhappy, but that could be because they're unhappy because of their own choices. And yes, there are Christians that do make bad choices. Right, but what does um, it say that the vast majority of them seem to me to be unhappy? It's not the vast majority. I think it's a very closed-minded statement. That you like, it said. seems if you believe that you're going to heaven forever and ever, you'd be a little bit, you know, excited. And there are some Christians that are unhappy because of their, um, because they choose to be unhappy. And I think, and it's sad that they're not happier, but but to say that most Christians are not happy is very close-minded. I'm saying most of the ones that I have very narrow-minded is I the think. impression I get that most of them are unhappy people. Well, like, well, well, I'm just saying, Bubs. You know, instead of just making assumptions all day, I would say you should look into it. More. But it's also it, part of that is because it's not just the Ten Commandments they have to follow. It feels like they're always following these huge lists of rules of do's and do nots, and they don't want to get one wrong. So it feels like, and it's that's a, and that's a very, that's, that is a misconception that secular people have, that it's a, a list of do's and don'ts. And that's not, that's not actually true. Um, the legalistic Christians who say that they're Christians are following a lot of list, of, a, a big list of rules. But the reason why um, generally speaking that Christians want to follow a certain orders because they want to make God happy. It has nothing to do with rules. And once they have that mindset to where they want to make God happy, it no longer becomes rules. Well, then why don't they just follow the Ten Commandments if these are the Ten Rules that God wants you to follow? Well, the and Ten Commandments— Just live by those first, Ten Rules. Well, first off, the Ten Commandments were a part of the old law of Moses— and the Ten Commandments were was um, thought of to be the schoolmaster, but since now we are living under uh, under grace, and anyone who tries to follow the Ten Commandments are not going to follow them all the way because it's it's nearly impossible to do that because people have lied, people have committed adultery, people have murdered. It's it's not it's just a it's just a school it was it, it's just our schoolmaster but I think that uh, we should stop we should move on to a different topics. Okay, I all know, I'm saying we a... if we reduce it to that, then the most important thing is to believe in Jesus, right? So why not just believe in Jesus and then that's the your one rule and the well, rest of the time you can have fun. It's more than just that. It's not just believing. 
It's more than just that. Oh. But he, but like I said, instead of making assumptions all day that Christians are unhappy and Christians are no matter have fun, I think you should be open to looking into it at least. I am open to looking into it, but again, I'm not. I don't think you. I don't think you are. No. I think what you're getting confused is I'm not any more open to looking into that than I am into Buddhism or Judaism or other, you know, forms of beliefs. And because I've had limited experience, but some experience with this for the vast majority of my life, it may seem like I'm not open to it. But I'm open to meeting, like, cool Christian people who are actually happy and who don't talk about it all the time. Well... Why not? Why not what? Why shouldn't they talk about it? If you're a truly happy person, why do you have to talk about it all the time? Just be happy. Well, you're just assuming that everyone that that every Christian who talks about their faith isn't happy, and I'm sorry, that's not that's just not true. I think if it's one of the first things you have to bring up when you meet somebody, it's a, a significant indicator that you might not be happy. Not exactly. Really. That's just your perception. That is, but I'm telling you what I think. That it, yeah, but that is just your perception. Right, but it's my perception, not... though. I'm not. It, I'm not saying. Okay, it is a I state think of we facts. should move on. I think I don't <laughs> want to get into the weeds. Oh my goodness. We could spend all day talking about why Rick isn't a Christian. And by the I way, I think I'd rather talk about other stuff. Here's a question for you: Is Jesus pro peace? He is, but there so, are times. But but hold on. Remember, in a there is a there is a there is a time in. A, or oh, I'm sorry, there is a section in Ecclesiastes where it talks about there is a time for war and a time for peace. So, yes, he is for peace, but there are times where you have to go to war. Right, but— and it, and it, Hold and on. It, it, hold on. What? You're always talking you about— You asked me a question. All right, all right. Well, I am going to respond. Go do your thing, and then I'll reply to you. Well, I mean, like I said, there is a—you know, in, in that— um, in that passage in Ecclesiastes where it talks about there's a time for there's a time to die. Um, there's a time to be born, a time to die. There's a time for war and a time for peace. There's time for love and a time for hate. Um, and it lists all these things, um, you know, and it, and it basically says there's, there's a time to every purpose under heaven. So, so what is your question? My question is, babes, you identify with conservative Christians. Like, you think that's the way. That's my indication. And they're always the ones pushing us into war or, or behind the rallying calls for war. And I'm wondering, okay, there's a time for war, but there's also time for peace. Yes, but that's When's another, the time for peace? But there is, that, that therein is another misconception by the left. They want to say that conservative Christians are pro-war, and that's they not true. They are pro-war. They are. No, they're not. See, really? see, see, every time I've said that, you're never open to to actually um, to actually thinking that maybe that might be true. Mm. So why so should there I were a lot your of, question? So there were a lot of conservative Christians so, speaking so up against George I W. Your Bush. Question? So why? Yes, of course, there has been. They don't, like when they, he was in office, not not in retrospect because uh, Trump I, I made it cool. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there were. I can't say that. I don't oh. know. Okay, I'm just saying. Time for war, but then time but for all peace. I, but all I'm saying is, why should I answer your questions if you're only going to um, say, well, that's not true? Did that's I say not that's true. not true? I'm, I'm trying to, let me, maybe I could use my wording better, but part of it I do like to use ver- verbiage to rile people up to. But it seems to me untrue 
based on the fact that it seems like conservative Christians are very in favor for forever wars. But that isn't a fact. Okay. In fact, there are more conservative Christians that are coming out um, and saying that we shouldn't be in wars that we shouldn't be in. But they're and, partially and, saying that, babes, because Donald Trump has bad mouth to George W. Bush, and they don't no, like it. No, no, it's it's no, no. They are actually saying it on their own. They're, they're actually saying that on their on on their own. I can't talk. All I'm saying is, bubs. Instead of making assumptions, can I give you a you piece? Might... Can I give you a piece of homework, babes? No. Okay, here's my piece of homework for you. I said no. But teacher, <laughs> you're going to just say that to a teacher. Okay, let me phrase it to you like this. It would be more believable to me if you gave me an example of a conservative Christian who came out against George W. Bush when he wanted to go to war with Iraq. Not somebody who did it when Trump said it was cool to badmash Bush. Yeah, but how how do you know that it's just because Donald Trump said it? Because well, then so many examples he... of conservatives doing it before Trump said it was okay. Oh my goodness! You can't because it was in the in the in the community. No, it was but phrases I, 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 no, I'm saying I can't believe you're even asking me to do that. Why is that? Because it's ridiculous. Why? <laughs> Bubs, okay, okay. You know what? I think we should go on. I move on. <laughs> okay. Me. All right. All right. All right, all right. We we are getting we are getting way too far in the weeds with this. Oh my goodness! Oh my. And goodness. why and why and why um uh, Rick doesn't love Jesus? I don't feel one way or another. I I would say that uh, the idea of Christianity has led to a lot of deaths. Now it's also led to a lot of good led stuff. Led to a, yes, and that's another and that's another um another look at the concern. Spanish Inquisition. And and, and look, there's another and that's a, excuse me. Go ahead. Your excuse. Go That's ahead. another concerted effort by the left to totally misconstrue what Christianity is because there are mostly godless people. So listen, anyway. there's there's been some let's, good. Let's 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 move on, please. <laughs> I almost said, said said some good things about Jesus, but you stopped. Me. Let let's move on. Oh my goodness, babes, let's move on. Be here in this uh, in this. Uh, we don't want to be here talking about this all day. <laughs> I could, yeah. but Alana gets people triggered. have people have lives too. All right, you know? all right. Well, I don't want to trigger you too much, babes. I'm not triggered. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, I just think that we get too far in the weeds with this because you want to keep on going. Oh my goodness. Um, Liz Cheney is finally getting pushed back from liberals, which should have happened a while ago. I know. I uh, mean, I mean, conservatives have been pushing back against her for a long time, but mm. liberals. About, oh, a yes, and and About a year yes, and a half. About a year and a half. Yes, they've been push they've been pushing it back on uh, um with yeah anyway, but liberals are now. Yeah, they've conservatives have been pushing back against her for about a year and a half. Two years ago, she was cool. So let's keep that, that in mind. Cool. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. But um. Yeah, I hear you don't. I said sarcastically. <laughs> it was said sarcastically. <laughs> yeah, it was. I know, sarcastic Rick. Oh, my goodness. Very good, babes. Very good. So, as you know, we disagree about Roe v. Wade. And I wish that it was never overturned, but that's a whole different argument. The one great thing that has come out of it being overturned is Liz Cheney came out in favor of the court's decision, and liberals maybe started to remember that she's not such a good person after all. So, so they're saying that she, um, she's hypocritical. I don't know about that, but I was watching Secular Talk the other day, 
And oh yeah, secular. Thought. She wrote some tweets or some statements saying that you know she's in favor of the the court, and it had people like Rosie O'Donnell responding to her saying stuff like, "I was almost in favor of you." It's like you're almost in favor of the daughter of a war criminal. Um, oh, here we go again. Sorry, babes. We here can we drop go it. again. We can drop it. I just wanted to let you know that Liz Cheney is losing her cool factor, which I was shocked that she ever had. She, yeah, I, I, yeah, well. Because she's pro-torture and her dad is a war criminal and she loves her Can dad. we please get off of it? <laughs> okay, we can get off of that, babes. I honestly, love, honestly, does that have to be about Liz Cheney all the time? I don't like her as much as you do, but still, come That's on. That's good. That's good. Come on. Come on now. Well, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, babes. I don't On like and you. on and on and on <laughs> he went. I think in some ways, babes, I do live well. in the early 2000s because, like, I still see George W. Bush as the enemy. I still think, I still, my humor is very re- reminiscent of that time in American history. Yeah, sometimes you're stuck <laughs> in the past. Yeah. <coughs> and then sometimes I'm stuck in the past, too, but still. Yes. It's just on and on and on and on. That's because I have a lot to say and I feel unheard, babes. Oh, I can hear you. Believe me. <laughs> I'm on a horde boy. <laughs> well, how do you think I feel? Sometimes, you know, growing up, I felt very, very unheard. Well, good. But I feel on hood now, and I felt on hood then. Oh, I hear you, bubs, loud and clear. Oh, good. good I just good. don't agree with you. Good, good, good. You should agree. On, on a lot of things I don't when it comes to politics, but when, when least... there is something that... At least you finally agree with me that Liz Cheney is a bad person. Yeah, I was never sold on her anyway. Wait a second. So even before the January 6th stuff, you weren't a Liz Cheney fan? Well, I didn't really. I mean, I wasn't really. I mean, I didn't know much about Liz Cheney, to tell you the truth. Okay. I didn't know about her history. So um, so what I'm basically saying is even before this whole thing happened, I didn't really know much about this woman. Okay, that's fair. Although I wish that you would have studied more in school, but I still love Oh, bubs. And that's coming from me who, you know, barely picked up a book in school. But Yeah, I, I studied more than you did, bubs. Oh, but you didn't learn about politics? I, I, I do wish that I had a more in-depth um, civics uh, I, a civics um, experience in school because when I was in high school, and we, I really think we should get off of this now. We will. But when I was in high school, I went to a, um, a program about the government in Washington, D.C., and I felt very um, uninformed, and I felt like the other kids that were there were more informed than the kids from my school were. So I, I, I really felt a little bit um, uh, – I, I kind of I felt a little bit weird about that, and, and so did my friend, so um, – and I just wasn't interested in politics politics at the time because I didn't know how that was affecting me and my, you know, the kids that were growing up with me. So, but, you know, I'm making up for lost time, bub. Oh, good, babes. I was in a politics as a little kid. Well, good for you, bub. Good for me, babes. Good for me. Good for you. Uh, good for me. Oh, stop it. Oh, I love you. You might want to get your uh, esophagus checked out, bubs. I will, once I find a good Christian doctor. But until then, babes. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I love how you're so sarcastic. A good Christian doctor. Oh, good and you have to have that big Southern accent. Oh, sorry, babes. Bubs, really? Yes, babes. Now, Ugh. what did you do for breakfast this morning, if anything? Oh, I just had an apple. Nice. I had an apple because I've like, um, I, I need to finish my apples and I only have one more left, but um, I wanted to um, eat something yummy. And um, I heard that apples wake you up more than coffee does. I've heard that too, actually. And they have a lot of good properties. Tell me more. Um, I don't know. You've heard that you've heard that um, expression when apple a, a day keeps a doctor away. And I heard that that's that there could be some truth to it. A little bit of truth to that. Yeah, a little bit of truth. No, I I I, uh, I hear you, babes. They have folic nice. acid in it and a whole bunch yes, of other stuff. Yes, they do. Stuff. Yeah, and I and um I ate a um a nice juicy honey crisp apple, which nice. is one of my favorite apples. Nice. I used to buy red delicious apples, but they get mushy really quickly. They do. Yeah. I do like masticating in front of you and others. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. You know munch, what that munch, means. Munch. Yes, I know what that means. <laughs> What, you think I'm that dumb? No, no, there's a lot of people who don't know what the word mastication I, means. Oh, yeah, I've heard I've heard of mastication years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. Munching. Good. Yes. Yeah, I like I like masticating in the car. And in public. It's fun. Yeah, and sometimes um, you know, sometimes I'll I'll masticate in movie theaters. Oh, all the time. Yeah, and I like masticating in front of uh, people while we're um, you know, we're around a dinner table. Get our hands wet maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's mastication. Yes. Not the other one. Yes. <laughs> no, I know what mastication masticating is. Very good. Do you know what osculating is? I do, but tell the people who don't know. Osculating means to kiss. That's right. That means kissing. That's and I knew. Yeah, that. Osculate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we'll osculate right before masticating. <laughs> Or while we're masticating, yep. we'll osculate. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes, yes. That was good, babes. <laughs> I can't believe there are people that don't know what that is. I know. Yes. yes. You know what prestidigitation press to is? No. That means holding hands. Nice. That sounds less uh, lascivious than mastication. Yeah, prestidigitation. Press Which she said. That means that you're you're interlacing your fingers and holding hands. Very good, babes. Yeah, see, see, see. Uh, I I know some of that stuff. I'm glad for you, babes. Right. J Lo. Yes. What did we eat on Saturday? We had a really good pasta salad. That's right. Yep. I made the sauce. He cooked the noodles. It was really good. Yeah, and we put veggies yeah. in it, of course. We put veggies, we put some um, pickle juice, um, some olive oil. Uh, did we put mustard in there? No, we didn't. No. Okay. Um, we put some cream cheese. Dressing. What was it? Dressing. Yep, that was good stuff. It was good stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And then we watched some, some movies. Yep, we did. 
Um, what did we watch? Clute and The Big House. We watch, yeah, we watched Clute. You wanted to tell me about that film here. So let me give you a brief synopsis of Clute. Um, there was this man named Tom Gruneman who was missing. And in the beginning of the movie, you see him with his family having Thanksgiving dinner. And that's the only time you see him, and he's missing. Meanwhile, there is a woman played by Jane... Um, played by Jane Fonda. Uh, I forgot what her name was. It's, not, it's escaping my mind. Do you remember what her name was in the movie? Wasn't it like... It wasn't Beatrice, but it was something like that, wasn't it? Um, what was her name? It's going to drive me crazy. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember, too. Anyway, she is is this um, call girl who has been um, turning tricks for I don't know how long. And... She ends up meeting Detective John Clute, and he is um, trying to solve the disappearance of Tom Grudeman, and he thinks that she might know what's going on. Did you uh, say some more about this? I would agree with you on that. They get involved in a relationship and we should also say that Jane Fonda in this film is studying to become an actress, but she realizes yep. that she can make more money if she remains a prostitute. So it's this weird conflict that is going on with her mind, in her mind yep. rather. And John Clute yep. rented the apartment below her before their involvement, and then other stuff starts happening. Right. Uh, there was um, some noises happening uh, going on above her uh above her skylight and John Clute has been trying to find out who it is. Meanwhile, there's another woman who is missing named um, Arlen page who was one of her fellow um, prostitute friends in the business. And they find her, but she's with her boyfriend and I think she's strung out and they're trying to, they're trying to, um, get her out of this mess well she ends up missing and uh they find out from some of the uh madams that hired her that they fired her because she was on drugs um i won't go into too much detail because there's a lot but um jane fonda's character which i cannot remember for some reason is talking to her therapist about how she feels about John Clute and says, you know, she takes care of me. He seen me when I'm ugly and horrible and, um, but he takes care of me and I feel really weird because every time I'm sleeping with these other men, I can turn off my feelings like that and I don't have to enjoy it. It's just for money. Uh, but I, I love being with this guy and, um, I'm a little bit scared, she says, about feeling. Um, so things happen. She um, she finds out that the person that's been watching her, his name is Peter Cable, 
who works for who works with John Clute. Which really surprised me actually. Because you wouldn't think it was Peter Cable, you would have thought it was somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, which I thought that's why this movie was really good is because of that. And in the in the uh in the end of the show, um Peter Cable is caught and John Clute waits for her. Oh, I should also mention that while she was trying to get Arlen out of her situation, I think it was no, it wasn't Arlen, I'm sorry. Um there was a scene where Clute busted the sky and uh Jane Goodall almost hurt him and he um and she took a pair of scissors. Jane and, Goodall? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Jane Fonda. I'm yes. sorry. Why did I say Jane Goodall? I'm sorry. She's a chimp lady. I know. Jane Fonda takes a pair of scissors and um almost hurts him and he she slashes at his shirt and tells her therapist that she realized that she almost hurt him and she feels really bad about it. Yes. So anyway. And Jane Fonda won the Oscar for this performance. Yeah, the um the um the the music was a little bit creepy. It was. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I'd give it maybe a seven. Yes. Yes. I don't know how well it holds up today. I think I need to revisit this film at some point in the near future. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know. I I thought this plot was easy to follow. I would probably give it a a seven too. I was a little bit confused by it, but I think I may have fallen asleep at fallen asleep at some point during it too. Yeah, you did. Oh. I had to wake you up a couple times. Are you going to recommend this movie to your family? Possibly. Nice. They might enjoy it. What's your elevator pitch? I have none. Okay. I don't have to have an elevator pitch for everything. There we go. And we salute you for that. Um, oh, by the way, uh, just, just in case you're wondering, my grocery should here, be here by 11.49. I was wondering. Do we know what time it is now? Alexa, what time is it? It's 11.35. Oh, shit. Okay, so we'll make this really quick then. I'm just yeah. going to give a brief recap of the movie The Big House, which we watched after Clute, from 1931. A man goes to prison. Do you remember his name? Um, His name is uh Kent. Yeah, Kent goes to prison. He's there for a while, and he's supposed to be there for 10 years. Uh, one of his roommates or cellmates almost gets out of prison, but then Kent plants something on him. The guy goes to the hole, breaks out of prison, falls in love with Kent's sister, comes back. Kent is planning an escape. The guy tells him, don't do this. You're going to ruin your family's lives. That same guy tells the warden about this. Kent is killed along with some other prisoners. Uh, but the cellmate who escape prison is allowed to leave early because he told the warden about this. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to make that quick. Cause I know you got to run soon. Okay. I really, <laughs> what? No, I, I, I just wanted to comment really quick before you uh, make your comments. Go ahead. Is that um, I was a little bit confused about this movie and I think it's because um, Clute to me was easier to follow, but go on. That's so weird because I thought the big house was easy to follow and Clute was more difficult. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. I really enjoy this movie. I'd give it a strong seven. I liked their other cellmate, which is named Butch. Yes. He was funny in the movie. He yeah, kind of reminded thought... me, and I'm not just saying this because Bruce Willis's character in Pulp Fiction was named Butch, but he kind of reminded yeah. me of Bruce Willis. Oh, wow. What do you think? I don't, I didn't, well, I don't know. I mean, I liked Butch's character too, but I, I don't know about uh, Bruce Willis's Butch character. He didn't remind me of the character, but he reminded me of kind of like a Bruce Willis type. Really? Yeah. I actually I, I think that Bruce Willis is the worst thing in Pulp Fiction. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. Um, so you I will don't know. eventually. No, I won't. God willing. Who said I would? Jesus told really? me. Yeah. He came Bubs. to me in a dream last night and he said, Alana will watch Pulp Fiction. Bubs. What's up? You stop it. You stop it, babes. I love you. You stop it. You stop it. What did you <laughs> think of how this movie portrayed prison life? Yeah, that was kind of strange. Um, what I thought, I thought it was very, well, I mean, I thought it was kind of, they portrayed it as very chaotic, especially towards the end when, when the prisoners were shooting at the cops, the cops were shooting at the prisoners. Mm -hmm. Um, what I thought was interesting too, was that, um, the one, uh, was it Morgan or Kent that was, um, was trying to get even with Butch's sister. I think it was Kent, right? Kent. I think it was, no, it was uh, Butch's sister. I thought he's trying to get even by going after I'm sorry. Kent's sister. So I'm it would sorry, be Morgan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Morgan was trying to get even by going after Kent's sister, but ended yeah. up falling in love with her. Yeah, that was cool. That was a really interesting twist, I thought. And then she was crying because she's like, I'll, ne I, I'll never see this man again. But and, meanwhile, uh, he got out. Did, he did get out. Morgan got out at the end of the movie. Morgan did, yep. Yeah. It was super. And Oh, go ahead. And Kent did not survive, I don't believe. No. It was super interesting to see a movie about prison life that was shot in the early 30s. Yeah, and, and I, I thought the church scene was interesting, too, because I'm guessing this took place in the in the prison chapel. It did. And you have all these prisoners that are—and there were some good singers in the movie, too. Butch was good. Yes. Yes. And they were there were some there were some good singers, so I thought it was kind of interesting because you don't you don't really see that in other prison movies when they go to chapel. Unless it's like a Will Ferrell comedy or something. Okay. No, because he always likes to have a singing scene in his movies, I've noticed. Um well the only one I remember is the one in Elf, but he also sings in Anchorman, which is a movie I watched the other day for the first time. Yeah, it's the best Will Will Ferrell movie I've ever seen, but that's not saying much because I'm not a fan. Okay, there were a couple laughs in it, but it's not worth you know all the hype. Okay, but he does like to sing in his movies a little bit too much, for my opinion. <laughs> okay, well you know I have that thing about there's like the early two thousands trope about every comedy has to have a, a scene where a guy is singing a film a song from like the seventies. Or 80s or 90s in it. Uh-huh. And you disagree with me on that? I mean, not every single movie is like that. but I'm I talking think about mainstream kinda... comedies from like the early to, to mid-2000s. Mm, I guess. I mean, you're, you're giving a generalization, though. I don't think every comedy is like that. From that era? No. Even Superbad so. had that. Yeah, but, you know. 
I don't know. I don't know, babes. I don't know. I do think in some ways it's 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 kind of corny, corny to have those scenes in there. And it's predictable if it's, you know, every film you see from that era. Well, I guess, the, did um, The Wedding Planner have something like that? Um... No, not really. Okay, that's the wedding good. singer. The the wedding singer. Uh, wait, I'm trying to remember. I'm no. talking about the, no, wedding the wedding planner. The wedding planner did not. The wedding singer did not. I don't think so. Yeah, um, he's a singer in a band, babes. Yeah, but that was a part of the story. No, but I'm it still happened. Like, oh, jeez. And that's late '90s. I'm talking about early 2000s to mid 2000s. Um, the no, I don't think the wedding planner did that. No. Okay, that's like the one trope they didn't do in that movie. Um, I'm trying my best friend's wedding. Yes, they did that. Yeah, and that's also you know late nineties. Um, yeah, they is. like to do they like Hollywood is so predictable. It's ugh. Bubs. What's up? Get off your soapbox. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't. Oh yeah, seriously. I know you have to go in a minute, but I don't like going into the movie where I can see every joke coming a mile away. To me, it's not worth seeing them. Uh, is this a Rick complaining segment? <laughs> That's called oh. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in that maybe, segment since we started. Oh my goodness. Maybe when I'm out of town one of these days, you could have like a whole Rick complain segment. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> It'll be a three now, hour one. Oh, now I don't know if anybody would want to hear that. Oh my! You could God. have like a you could have like a what gripes Rick? I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that anybody would want to hear that though. Well, we'll have to see that. J. One will play I'll your voicemails, so you can I'll still be, be getting... part of it. Why? Because it's called Green J Lo and Hammond. So we got to have you involved somehow. I don't think anyone wants to listen to my voicemails. They do, and I love you. Do they? Yeah. They're only to you. Oh, my goodness. What ifs? They're not that exciting. Well, we'll talk about 2000s movies in there and how they always do the singing thing with the guy and this, this, the popular song that was on the radio a lot, <laughs> even though Alana doesn't think that that's a thing. Not every single movie. I'm t t I'm obviously, babes, I'm talking about mainstream comedies from that era. I, gu I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't watch every single mainstream comedy. Did that happen era, in either. that, um, what's that movie, 13 Weddings with that Mormon lady? 13 what? Oh, it did happen in that movie. The movie with that, that lady from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, 27 Dresses. Yeah, that did happen in that movie because he sings Rocket Man. He sings what? Rocket Man in that movie. Rocky Man, who who sings that one? I'm I'm trying to remember. I, I don't remember his I... name, babes. But they go to a bar and then their car breaks down, so oh, they're still in town. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that was um Benny and the Jets. Okay, but you know what I mean, though. It yes, happened it in did. that movie. Yeah. Did it happen? I don't in... know. I thought that was a funny scene. Did it happen in that movie? You love Serendipity. Uh, no. I don't think so. Okay, that's like the one thing that they didn't do. I I don't think they had that in that one. Okay. Um, that I can remember. Nice. They didn't. Oh, wait. They had it in uh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Oh, did they? Okay. They did because. That's late um, 90s, but I hear you. But I like that movie. 
It was actually okay. that was early, actually that was in the early 2000s. No, Truth About Cats and Dogs. I'm gonna guess was March of '96. But you can ask Miss A if you want. Oh no no wait 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 no wait I was I'm sorry I'm thinking about a different I'm I'm different I'm thinking about a different movie not the Truth About Cats and Dogs that's okay a, that's the wrong one. Um, I was thinking about ten things I hate. Uh, no, not the thing I hate. Um, how to how to lose a guy in ten days. That's what it was. Okay. How to lose a guy in ten days. I was in the early two thousands and they did have that scene. Nice. Yeah, because they have that. to. I'm telling you, babes, you're you're proving my point, but I love you. No, I don't think they had it in the truth. The, the truth about cats and dogs. No, but the, uh, that's my point, babes. It's late nineties. I'm talking about early two thousands. Oh, bubs, bubs, but I love you, bubs. Babes. I See, love this you. is the, this is why it is a little bit irritating to be in a relationship with a movie buff. Why is that? Because I can point <laughs> out things. <laughs> but it's also great because you know if I like something, I'm being genuine about it. Um, I think for the most part, yes. Yes. But you had had some misses with me. But not very many. Oh, but you will. I've had you maybe five or six in the yeah, entire time. Yeah, but you will again. I will, will again, again, but, you know, come on. It, it doesn't happen that often. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. As a friend of mine would say. <laughs> but, babes, I do want to be mindful. What time is it? Alexa, what time is it? Ooh, okay. Yeah, wrap this up. Here. Yes. All right, babes. Well, I will let you get your groceries, and we'll talk later tonight. Yes, and I'll let you know what I found out in the email once they get back to me. Sounds good, babes. All right, then. I love you. I love you, too. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.